This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer. Hello, hello, hello. Great to be with you. And Bridget, we've got a share coming up on uh, November 9th and 10th. And if anybody uh, is still thinking that, gee, I was going to call in and volunteer to answer the phones and haven't done that yet, uh, call in. We may still need a few volunteers there. Our number is 317-870-8400. Now, this is uh, normally where we launch our program right here, but normally before we go on the air, we've always said a prayer to the Holy Spirit. That's right. And Bridget and I get to hear it. The guest gets to hear it. The listener doesn't. Well, what kind of a deal is that? Uh, we're going we're gonna to say the prayer to the Holy Spirit right now so everybody can hear it. In the name of the Father, and Son, of the Son, and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Come, Holy Spirit, Spirit fill, fill the hearts of us, us your faithful, faithful and, and kindle in us the fire of your love. love. Send, Send forth your Spirit, Spirit and we, we shall be created, created and, and you shall renew the face of the earth. earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit instructs the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now we're ready to go. All right. Well, we, we actually do always have our guests pray with us. So, but that that may have revealed who it is. But we're not going to say who it is yet. Um, but he's apologizing for something. He is apologizing for something. Don't give it away, Jim. All right. Well, as as Catholics, we are all called to spread the gospel. But how do we do that in this especially challenging culture today? Well, longtime Catholic apologist John Martinoni has recognized this need and comes to us with answers and a guide in his new book. Blue Collar Apologetics, How to Explain the Catholic Faith Using Common Sense, Simple Logic, and the Bible. And he joins us today um, by phone, John Martinoni. Thanks for being with us. Welcome to Faith in Action. Bridget and Jim, it is a pleasure, absolute pleasure to be with you guys today. (laughs) And from Birmingham, Alabama, right? That's correct. All right. And people, I think, recognize your voice, certainly, uh, as uh, having been one of the apologists on the Open Line program for... Many years. Seven? About 17 years. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? When I saw that, I, it's the same number of years, roughly, that we've been here at Catholic Radio Indy, just rolling rolling with the Holy Spirit, right, Jim? Yep, absolutely. And, John, we may as well uh, <laughs> clear the deck here real early. A lot of our listeners will know what an apologist is, uh, and when uh, people who are new to Catholic Radio might think, apologizing, why are they apologizing for something? Uh, explain that, if you would. Well, an apologist, an apology in ancient Greece was the case a lawyer would make on behalf of his client. So basically, an apology for the Catholic Church or doing apologetics, Catholic apologetics, you're making the case for the Catholic faith. And essentially, it's all about just explaining and or defending Catholic teaching. And that's it in a nutshell. And, you know, as Catholics, it's we don't really learn our faith in that manner so that when we do get questions we're kind of like uh <laughs> exactly and that's that's one of the reasons one of the main reasons i wrote this book 
is because I realized, and it was true in my story, I, I grew up Catholic but left the faith for 13 years and led a, what I call a world-class heathen life for 13 years before coming back. And even after coming back, I still didn't really know my faith that well until I started getting into apologetics. And what that does for me, apologetics, what it does for anyone is, you know, Catholics know the what of their faith, but they don't necessarily know the why. And if you don't know why your church teaches something and you're asked a question about it, you know, uh, why do you believe in purgatory? Well, uh, the church says, well, the church, but the Bible doesn't say anything about purgatory, so why do you, uh, well, uh, well, that's the first step for a Catholic out of the church. You know, yep. it, it, that could lead straight out of the church. And so if you don't know why the church teaches what it does, why you're supposed to believe what it teaches, then it can't really be all that important to you. You can't realize the importance of it, number one. And number two, there is no way you can explain it to anyone. Well, we just believe it. <laughs> well, that's, that's not a very good answer. Right. We are talking to John Martinoni. He is the president and founder of the Bible Christian Society and a longtime Catholic apologist. Okay, I've got two questions before we get into your book. One, um, tell us a little bit about the Bible Christian Society. I love the backstory on that. <laughs> well, I was working for a Salesian minister. I was their business manager. Business is my background. I don't have a theology degree or anything. I've got a finance degree, an MBA. And I was managing this little uh, uh, Salesian apostolate to the poor on the east side of Birmingham, and I heard a really anti-Catholic program on evangelical radio. And I thought, oh, my, I mean, they literally said, and the quote is seared into my brain, the Catholic Church is the end-time political religious system that the Antichrist will use to take over the world. I thought, oh, wow. So when I got back to the office, I called and said, hey, you need to let a Catholic come on and respond to that. And I wasn't talking about me. I just thought I could find somebody. <laughs> and they, they basically ignored me, so I wrote a letter saying, you know, why are you allowing this kind of bigotry to be on your radio station? And, and this is this is the largest evangelical radio station in the state of Alabama. And I signed my name, John Martinoni. And it, it occurred to me, I said, you know, they ignored me already. I said, they don't care who John Martinoni is. So I made up this organization, and I called it the Bible Christian Society. <laughs> and I made myself the president. <laughs> so I signed it, John Martinoni, President, Bible Christian Society, because I thought, well, that's a name that will get their attention yep. as evangelicals. And I sent my letter in, and no response for two weeks. And in the meantime, I'm telling all my friends what I did, because I was thinking I was pretty clever. You know, I'm patting myself on the back, and, and they're all going, well, we want to join. I said, join what? The Bible Christian Society. I said, it doesn't exist. I made it up. They said, well, we want to join. <laughs> so, so I actually started writing names down, and a couple weeks later I wrote another letter to the uh, radio station, and this time I said, we in the Bible Christian Society, and I threatened to picket their station, boycott their sponsors, and all sorts of stuff, uh, write the FCC about their anti-Catholic bigotry, and they called, and they let me come on their afternoon show, which was live Monday through Friday. And that set in motion a chain of events where I wound up a few months later with a Catholic apologetics pro program live every Sunday evening for, uh, once a, you know, for, for a year 
on the largest evangelical radio station in the state of Alabama. And that just sort of launched my public apologetics career. I got to ask you, were you, um, I mean, obviously that was really super bold to do that. And there are just certain things just you hear and you just, just gets your goat. I'm the same way. And I'll just, I'll say something. I'll write a letter. My dad was the same way. He'd write letters <laughs> to, he wrote a couple letters to my, my college professors when they were teaching nonsense, you know, which is hilarious. I have to find some, find those sometimes, but, but, um, yeah. How did you know? I mean, did you know your faith well enough to, to do that? That's that's the question I have. I mean, I'd have been terrified if I asked, was asked to do that. I did not, which is why I devised a strategy where I would go to Mass Saturday night, because, the, again, the program was Sunday evening at 6, and then all day Sunday I would study the particular topic I was going to do that night. So if I did purgatory... All day Sunday, I'm reading up on purgatory, looking at the Bible, looking at the church teaching, uh, you know, all the, and this is uh, um, before the catechism had come. Well, actually, no, it was right after the catechism, so I'm studying the catechism and all this. And, and so if someone would call, if I'm doing purgatory, and someone would call in and ask about Mary, I'd go, oh, hang on a second. We're not doing Mary tonight. We're doing purgatory, but we're going to do a show in a few weeks on Mary, so keep listening because I had no clue how to answer the, the question on Mary. You know? So I was just taking it one topic at a time, doing my study for that topic, and then controlling the questions that were being asked. We're talking with John Martinoni. He is the founder and president of the Bible Christian Society, which I, that always makes me smile, because now we know the backstory. Um, talk a little bit about um, this unique brand of apologetics in this book, um, Blue Collar Apologetics, that you're presenting. Well, I would. I was. Uh, I have an email newsletter I send out. I've got something like forty. I think I'm over forty thousand subscribers now, all over the world, which always blows my mind. But uh, as I was, you know, as I would engage in in conversations with with non-Catholics, generally non-Catholic uh, Christians, uh, I would realize there were certain tactics that I was using. Uh, unconsciously or subconsciously, and, and I realize, you know, this is just common sense that I keep using over and over again, and simple logic, these same tactics, and then I throw in a Bible verse or two, depending on the situation, and I, I started to realize, I said, well, this is easy, so I'd start putting this stuff in my newsletters, and I'm starting to get back after a few months and over the years, people say, you know, we love this guy and we love this guy, you know, various Catholic apologists or evangelists, but we can't do what they do. Mm-hmm. But we can do what you do, mm-hmm. which, you know, some people would say, oh, well, that means I'm very simple and not, and, and be offended. I take that as the highest compliment mm-hmm. because I can't do what those other guys do. Mm-hmm. So I have to make everything to where I can adapt it to my own situation, and it's got to be simple straightforward and most of all it's got to be logical it's got to make sense and so as i start doing this people saying we can do that and so i call it blue collar apologetics because you don't need a degree in theology you don't need a you know bachelor's masters any of that i've had moms tell me their nine-year-olds are using my stuff to evangelize their nine-year-olds uh friends and but then i've had great-grandmothers call me and say, hey, 
I've, for 50 years, I've got this really good Baptist friend, and she's been peppering me with questions about the Catholic faith that I couldn't answer, but now I can. I've been asking her questions, and she doesn't ask me questions anymore. <laughs> well, so, you know, there's, everybody can use this stuff. There's so many ways that we could be evangelizing just in our just in our everyday life just in our conversations and people will watch you remember that you made a joke a long time ago in one of your talks about just put a bible on your desk and they will come and um i actually have a book on uh, digital media and discipleship and i had this i talk about this i had this very same experience when i worked at the senate i just had a bible for you know lunch reading and people would come and start asking me questions so i just i love that that you talked about that because i actually experienced that very same thing and it, it cracked me up didn't you have that kind of experience too yes that's i was working at a bank at the time and i had a uh uh, a young lady working for me right across the hall, and she would often come into my office, and we'd talk. And I had worked there for a year, and we had never talked religion. And I knew she w- she went to this re- this Protestant mega church in town. And so what happened one day? I brought in a Bible, but not just any Bible. On the cover, it said Catholic Study Bible. Mm-hmm. And so ding 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 ding. Exactly. <laughs> she came in. She saw that. She went. Oh, Catholic. Well, why do Catholics do blah, 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 blah? And, and it just opened a floodgate. And, and it allowed me, uh, you know, a few weeks later after she had kind of exhausted her, because she was one of those that once she started talking, there was no, you know, no room for you to interrupt at all. And, but finally I had my opportunity, and I took her on a Catholic tour of the Bible. And I, you know, I can't tell you she converted or anything like that because I don't know. I I left the bank several months later, but I know I planted seeds. It made her stop and think about things that she had never ever thought of. I re- I remember her saying something. Uh, we were talking about confession. I showed her John twenty about you know uh, whosoever sins you forgive are forgiven. Whosoever sins you retain are retained. And her jaw dropped open. Literally dropped open. She said. I've never seen that verse, and I've read John dozens of times. I was like, that's right, because it's a Catholic verse. So you just kind of gloss over. So I planted seeds with it, and that's, you know, a Catholic study Bible. Or you're sitting in the lunchroom, and you go, in the name of the Father, the Son, just make the sign of the cross. I always tell Catholics, you don't have to go look at your people to evangelize. Just let it be known you're Catholic, and they will come to try to evangelize you. So true. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about your four apologetic strategies and how we can equip our audience to, to do what you're doing and, and, and to take, take, take everyone on and fight the good fight. So uh, stay tuned for more Faith in Action. You're listening to Catholic Radio Indy, converting the culture to Christ through radio, featuring 100% Catholic programming 24-7. Do your friends a favor. Tell them about Catholic Radio Indy. Across America, there are quiet heroes changing lives every day. When disaster strikes, they lend support. They give hope to those in need, warmth to the cold, and help to those society ignores. Over the past decade, they have given more than $1.5 billion and 700 million hours to charity. When it comes to making a difference, the Knights of Columbus are on the front lines. Become a Knight and be the difference. Learn more at kofc.org. Have you ever thought about joining the Catholic Church? Have you just wanted to explore the Catholic faith? 
All you need to do is call your local Catholic Church for more information. We are always happy to help you in your journey to discover and learn more about the Catholic faith. We have classes that are almost year-round, and the classes and information sessions do not involve making a commitment, and there is no pressure to join. Please call your local Catholic parish for more information today and start the journey of one day possibly becoming Catholic as well. God bless. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Eyre. Jim Ganley and I are in the studio. We're talking with our guests. The famous John Martinoni, Catholic apologist, um, founder and president of the Bible Christian Society. And we are talking about his new book, Blue Collar Apologetics. Um, before we go any further, uh, John, how can people get the book? Why don't we just let people know that right now? You can go to uh, EWTN's religious catalog online, which is EWTNRC.com. And they've had it on the front page uh, for the last several weeks, but if it's not there, all you have to do is type blue collar into the uh, search engine at the top of the page, and it'll take you right to it. So EWTNRC.com, and then do a search on blue collar, and it'll take you right to my book. John, I have to ask you, as a, um, an apologist, what's the difference uh, between a discussion of uh, Catholic points with somebody and an argument. I mean, sometimes when somebody asks you a question, they're really kind of expecting an argument. And uh, is apologetics all about arguing and winning? Well, apologetics is not about winning. I tell people it's about planting seeds. You yeah. know, just think of yourself, the parable of the, of the sower and the seeds. You're, you're, the sower, you're throwing those seeds out there. And then once you throw the seeds out, you pray to the Holy Spirit that they landed on good soil and will produce fruit. But that's his job, really. You know, the Holy Spirit converts people, not you, not me. So uh, what I tell people is, that, you know, it's about arguing, but in the classical sense of the word, more like a, a debate where it's two mature people talking about something. I'm trying to convince you of something. You might be trying to convince me of something. We lay out our arguments, and we go from there. Now, the thing is, what I always tell Catholics, is when you start talking to people about the truth, people will quite often, not always, but quite often, they will get upset. And they sometimes they'll get mad at you. I have had people call me all sorts of things over the last 20 years. But what I tell people, I said. Uh, well, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it this way. I once had somebody ask me, he said, John, I've got this brother-in-law. He's a fundamentalist. I see him every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, and he's always dogging the Catholic Church. But I've been working on him, you know, getting your stuff and using it to talk about him. And he said, but I've been doing that for a few years now, and I don't see any progress. How do you know if you're making progress? And I asked him, I said, has he ever gotten angry with you? He said, yeah. I said, then you're making progress. He, he said, what do you mean? I said, well, why does he get angry with you? Because you're saying something that is pinging his conscience. And he knows deep down that what you're saying is true because God put something in human beings to where we can innately recognize truth when we hear it. I said, so he's hearing truth. He knows it at some deep level. He doesn't want to accept it, so he gets angry. I said, so, you know, you're not trying to make him angry that's not the goal, but if he get, does get angry, don't look at that as, oh, I did something wrong. Look at that as, hey, I think I might have done something right. 
and then you don't have, you know, if somebody does get angry, you can say, hey, hey, you know, let, let's go finish drinking our beer or eating our turkey or whatever. No big deal. And you can continue it at another time or maybe continue it via email. Because, you know, when you're face-to-face with somebody, Jim, defensive walls go up. <laughs> and when those walls are up, you know, I mean, I can't tell you that I've ever had, and I've talked to thousands of non-Catholics, I can't remember a single time where somebody had said to me when I'm talking to them, as I'm talking to them, you know, John, that makes sense. I think you're right. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. But I have had plenty of people after the fact email me or call me or write me a letter and say, I thought about what you said. And when they're away from me, you know, not face-to-face or email to email, and they have time to think, that's when the Holy Spirit can do his job. So I tell people, be prepared for anger, but, and, but, and don't look at it as a, a failure. Look at it as I planted a seed, and then if you want to keep going, if you think you can, great. If you want to stop there and say, well, you know, we can cool down, let's, let's continue later. That's fine, too. And, Jim, I'm really glad you asked that question because before the break I said, you know, we want to keep on fighting on. And, and, and I don't mean <laughs> arguing. You know, people can make that uh, misconception of that, you know, apologetics is really about arguing and winning and all that. But really it, it's, it is about planting seed in love and just providing people resources when they have questions or, or asking questions yourself. Well, have you ever thought about this or that? Okay, I want to get into another question for you, um, John. How do, um, in terms of the strategies, well, I don't know if this is in it, but how to be offensive without being offensive, if you get the question. Um, yeah, the, the four strategies, I'll just real quick, because I know we're, we're coming yeah, up on the end of Got about is, six minutes. Are uh, the ignorant Catholic strategy. Basically, that's saying, well, I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm going to find out, and I'll get back to you. So if you're ignorant, profess to be ignorant, go find out the information, bring it back. How to be offensive without being offensive, which you just mentioned. That is all about learning how to ask questions. Catholics are always on the defensive. Where in the Bible is infant baptism? Where in the Bible is the Immaculate Conception? Where in the Bible is purgatory? Where is this? Where is that? And we're always answering the questions. We need to start asking questions. We need to make the other guy or gal examine his or her faith and why they believe what they believe as much as they're trying to get it out of us. And that's something, that's where common sense and and simple logic come in. Uh, For example, you know, the Catholic might be asked, where in the Bible does it say anything about Mary being assumed body and soul into heaven? Where is that in the Bible? Well, if you don't know a specific Bible verse that, that shows that, hey, here's evidence of it, all you have to do is say, well, where in the Bible does it say she wasn't? It's yep. that easy. <laughs> you know, you, ask, you turn their question around ask a question, which Jesus often did. He answered questions with questions. He did. So that's, that's that strategy, learning how to ask questions. And it's real easy to do. And in the book, I provide all sorts of questions you can ask. The third strategy is, you know, uh, but that's, it, it's the principle of the thing. And this requires a little more Bible knowledge, but nothing above what anybody listening to this, this uh, podcast right now could do. And all it is is, you see, you draw a Catholic principle out of Scripture. You know, there's a verse in Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 12, about 
coming to Mount Zion, the heavenly Mount Zion, to God and to the festal angels, and to the souls of the just made perfect. Huh. The souls of the just, that would be in Catholic theology, those who died in a state of, of, of grace, the souls of the just made perfect. Catholic principle on purgatory. There's some process by which the souls of the just are made perfect. It's just that easy. And then the fourth strategy is, but that's my interpretation. <laughs> you know, you use, you use Protestant theology, which says everybody can pick up the Bible and read for themselves to determine what is true doctrine, what is false doctrine, etc., etc. So if somebody tells you as a Catholic, you say, well, right here in John 6, verse 53, 4, 5, that's talking about the Eucharist. Eat my body, drink my blood. Well, and they tell you, no, that's wrong. You're wrong. You say, well, wait a minute. Don't you believe everyone can, can pick up the Bible and read for themselves to determine truth and, and falsehood, good doctrine and bad? Oh, absolutely. That's their doctrine. Mm-hmm. So you say, well, that's my interpretation. <laughs> so all they can do is they, they can say they disagree with your ter- interpretation, but they truly cannot say it's wrong. Because by their theology, you have that right. Now, by Catholic theology, any interpretation that goes outside the bounds of the church, the teachings of the church founded by Jesus Christ, then it's not a good interpretation. But Protestant theology has no such boundaries. So i got to ask you, um, Jim, we just have a couple minutes left. Um, what has being an apologist been to your faith? I mean, you're, you know, you have four children, married. Um, how has it impacted your faith, I mean, over all these years to do what you do? Well, I, you know, I would say I learned my faith through apologetics. It's why I have realized that uh, there is no other way to be, no other way to believe than being Catholic. It just, it doesn't make sense to be Baptist, Lutheran, any non-Christian. It just doesn't make sense, because when you get into the reasons for, does God exist? Um, Is Jesus God? Was he really true God and true man? Did he found a church? What church was that? All, All these reasons for why be Catholic, they, they have made it so that I'm either Catholic or I'm a dead. There's, there's no other alternative. Well, it's been really interesting um, having this opportunity to uh, interview you, John. Uh, Jim and I have really enjoyed this, and, and we wish you a lot of success. Before we go, um, tell people where they can either sign up for your newsletter with the Bible Christian Society and where they can get a copy of the book. Well, you can get a copy of the book at EWTNRC.com, EWTNRC.com, and just type in blue collar, and it'll take you there. And then to sign up for my uh, email newsletter or any of my materials, audio materials, which are all free, go to BibleChristianSociety.com, BibleChristianSociety.com. You go to the newsletter page to sign up. You go to the other pages to get all the audio and written materials. John Martinoni, uh, Catholic apologist and author of Blue Collar Apologetics. Thank you so much for being our guest today. It's been my pleasure, guys. I appreciate you having me on. God bless you. We'll be uh, signing up for your newsletter if we're not already. You've been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy.
You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400 or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.